Hi guys, did you know if you're a VIP member you can now watch this episode in full on the VIP subscription? Just click the link in the episode description. Welcome to the Katie Price Show, the one that I do with my little sister, Sophia Hannah Price. Right, so do you want to explain to the audience the old technical fuck up? Well, at Christmas, um, my laptop broke. Then, uh, 10 days before I was doing my panto, I lost my new phone. So I found a really, really old phone, which I call Dinosaur. Nothing's downloaded on it, nothing. And I'm like, it's fine. I literally got back from Newcastle on Tuesday, 11 hours in the car. And so we couldn't do our pod, so I'm doing it on the nanny's phone. I know, I know. I'll give you my laptop tomorrow and you can use that until you get a new one. And then I had an OnlyFans shoot yesterday. Then I'd done TikTok yesterday and then I thought, well, I'll end the day with the pod. My brain was like that. Where's the earphones? Where's this? Where's that? Nothing. But at least it worked. So it might not be as clear as normal, but we're online and we're sticking to our weekly routines because nothing is gonna stop us oh god so how was panto amazing did you prefer it to the christmas panto what was your favorite i can't really compare it because the other one was family Mm. probably more of a bigger production with more people more dancers this one was more of a cozier event and it was just us people on it yeah but what i loved all, apart from me and another girl, it's all drag queens, yeah, and we nice. all shared them. And it was amazing because you see them coming as the men, obviously. Yeah. See them all starting to put their makeup on. Did you get them change. to do your makeup? No, because we didn't really have time. But they're gonna. I've stayed friends with them all. Yeah. They are such funny bastards. They just loved it. God got on from. So well, they were so the, the team were amazing. Obviously, the usual when I turn up, they said that we'll message them. Why have you got Kate on here? She won't turn up, she'd be unreliable, blah blah, the usual stuff. And they were, Kate, you're completely opposite. You've turned up for everything, you know, you're on time, you've learned your script, you work hard. Like, and I said, I don't know why people have that conception of me because it's just not true. It must be the media thinking it. And then they were like, should we all go out for drinks and that? And I'm like, no, I said, I can't. I have to be professional. So they liked that because didn't go out. Apart from one night, I went out with Chloe on the Saturday night. That was the night before. Um, Can we just talk about that catsuit that you wore? <laughs> Where the fuck did you find that? But it covered my whole body, apart from the assets that are very hard to cover. Oh, God. What? Well, um... Out an hour and a half. I was so knackered. An hour. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I'm gonna eat Newcastle. I've got to have one night out. Do you know what I mean? Because the the um, rehearsals are like half eight, nine. So like sometimes we won't get in home till ten. Then I'll be in bed on my phone watching Love Island, falling asleep. But it was nice to have the apartment for myself. Oh, I thought the apartment looked great. Yeah, I'd walk in and I'd be like, "There's no kids. There's no dogs." There's quiet. I need to put a telly on. I need background. I need to put all the lights on because it just felt weird. For the first time, I think, I can't remember the last time it was where I was actually on my own in a room. 
in a, in a place. It was really eerily quiet. Yeah. Oh, so has it made you want to get into more acting stuff, more stage stuff? Sometimes I think I've got better. I prefer the singing on the stage than the acting because uh, I was really giving it all the Whitney songs. And yeah, that. how and they, did you get on with the Whitney song? Really sing. They were like, you can really sing because I relaxed with them, so I proper belt it out. Yeah. I loved it. So if there's anyone out there who want to audition me for a West End show, you little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh, you are funny. Um, right, Love Island, talk to me. So we've set up a little WhatsApp group. We've got a WhatsApp group with me, Kate, and two of our mates. And before Love Island, we're like, 10 minutes, who's got your cup of tea? What do you think? It's, it's like our little evening thing. All our comments from our group are different. Who, who, what guys we like, what we don't, what we've seen the girls. Isn't it weird how all our taste is different? I know. I think... Um, I think that Georgia, is it Georgia still? I think she's coming across a bit of a bitch, if I'm honest. I feel sorry for Molly. Did you see her documentary when she met that footballer guy? No. That, that Georgia still, she'd done a programme on ITV where she met this guy who's a complete fraudster. She thought he had money and all of that. Right. And when I watched her on that, I did think, oh, she only went for him probably because what he could offer her. Like, is she one of these ones who want a footballer? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And then I see her on this. Yeah, she speaks well. She's a pretty girl. Yeah, she I is. I don't think she's got much personality at all. I don't think she's funny or anything. Well, I just think if, if I was Molly, I would have done exactly the same as Molly, to be fair. I'd be thinking, I'm not being funny. You've got my ex, and now you're trying to go for the guy I'm partnered up with. Fuck off. I think she's done well, and I think Molly's yeah. pretty. Stands I do. Her, yeah. But, there's just something about that Georgia and the other Georgia. I'm not being funny, but who hasn't she shagged in there? Okay, can't don't say that. Well, it seems like she went with that Georgia. That was his name, or done something with most of them. Every time, oh, I got history. The word history to means you've either got off of them or shagged them. Yes or no? Do you know, it's funny, because on our WhatsApp group last night, I did say, fucking hell, they've all shagged each other, haven't they, already? Do you know what I mean? had a guy at me for saying it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't single out anyone. If they come and say, oh, they've got history, and you see the eyeballs, it is obvious, isn't it? Yes, Mum, I'm farting. I don't care. I need to fart. How's mum? How's mum today? She was a bit, a bit miserable yesterday. Had a little cry up yesterday because she thought I was being horrible to her. She I called didn't... me. She called me yesterday, and I went, "Are you okay?" And she started crying, and I said, "What's wrong?" She said, "Kate's being horrible to me." Do you know what? This is me being horrible to. No, I went. What's what? I went. Why? What's Kate doing? And she went. Mum just like. Everything I say is just not right. And she's like, and I'm not well and I just can't be asked. No, this is this is the question, though, that mum's asking me. So literally, I've got parcel. I'm in the middle of hair up from my shoe. So I'm catching up on my phone. So while she's messaging me, it's the random questions. Are you saying staying dark then? I'm like, I don't know yet, mum. How long's a piece of shit? I know, but you don't need to bite her head off. She's only asking. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Say. I know, but you know what mum's like? She got she's delicate. You've got to, you've got to have a bit of patience with her. 
I'm doing my hair and makeup. I've got to be out and I've got to answer questions because I thought I had court today. This, that. Well, ju- well, just just say, just say that calmly then. Yeah, she don't even know what else she asked me because it was a load of bollocks. Oh, don't be horrible to Ames. She went to, you know, she, no, mum was funny last night. So I went to her, you're right. And she went, I hear you're not all right. I went, no, I'm not. I'm very tired. She went, Kate's been in here. Sophie this, Sophie that. She doesn't realise how stressed I am. And I was like, oh, fucking mum, I hear it all the time from her. You know what? Us three, mum, you and me, if mum's not having, you're having a go. And if you're not having a go, I'm having a go. It's like we have our little tantrum. I know. And if it me yesterday, I've got stuff to do. And I was being... And I actually wasn't being aggy. I was more like, help me someone. And then I'd go, mum, you're in this house. You can see I'm busy. I have, I've been pulled in. And she goes, I know, doll. I know, doll. I went. Oh, is that what she, she says? I know, doll. She doesn't say that to me. Yeah, do you? I, just to relay that to Sophie, today, I really have been pulled here, there and everywhere. And it's been brainwashing. Well, I have been really poorly last week. Was I'll be honest with you? Why, why, no, while you've been in Newcastle, I have had a really shit week. Really shit week. I haven't been well. Albert hasn't been well. I'm getting shitty random emails from journalists, and I just think I can't be asked of it. So last week I was just like, everyone, fuck off. I'm not well. I can't be dealing with the shit. And then this week's been okay. Not great, but okay. But I think I'm during my period as well. Again, this is what I mean, everyone who listens about Sophia Hannah Prime. Like my mum's her attention span is nothing. <laughs> right? Mine? Are you mad? You're saying that to me. My no, attention I'm span not... is nothing. No, it's only attention span. What's the word? Um stress levels are nothing. You you just yeah, go. I do I do flip, yeah. A lot I take a lot and then I'm like Rah! and I hate getting to that. Then I'm like, right, that's it and then everyone's like, why are you being erratic? Do you need to take your meds? No, it's nothing about meds. It's because you're all wine. And then I go back into a kid mode like Kevin and Perry. And then I'm all no, right. No, I'm like, I just flip. And I'm like, everyone can fuck off. I'm not doing this anymore. Just fuck off. Leave me alone. And then I calm down. And then I'm like, you're right. Both of you. Mum, you see how much I work. Yeah, but you're both bad. Hold on a minute, Mum. You, we get it from you. You flip quick. You are the flipper. You are the flipper. <laughs> mum, mum is passive aggressive. Awful. Oh, Terribly Awful. passive aggressive. Awful. And then she was telling me about Dan that he was a really naughty child. I thought I was the naughty. She went, no, Dan. I said, no, he wasn't. I can't remember that. So she was telling me stuff about Dan when he was younger. Oh, I didn't know Dan was naughty. Golden boy. Mum's bullshitting. Do you like my new wallpaper? Is it like what the my, this green's not that great? It looks marbly. Oh no, it's green. It's that speckles in like oats. It's white leaves with blue. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Mum? <laughs> she got a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, she's probably ready. I've got a day off today because I thought I had cool today. So I'm going to get my done. And I said to mum, we can go to the gym. I would <laughs> like to have a sauna theme and see if I can have a massage. I yeah, take mum with you. Get her out the house. I will, but I need to get um, 
my nails done. They need doing from Panto. Yeah. Is mum, mum, ask mum if she's going to come to see the live tour. Well, of course she is. She better. And dad. The whole clan. I even said to Dan, if he comes, we're getting one stage. Yeah. I said this to mum as well. He'd sit deep down. He would. He'd be like, oh no, I'm not getting up. And then he'd get on stage and be like, hello. Yeah, exactly, innit? Yeah, exactly. Just a little plug for the live tour, everyone. All the information for the venues and tickets will be in the episode description for the live tour. Oi, oi, plug. Have we sold any yet? Yeah, we have actually. I've had a people message me saying they've already bought tickets. So that's good. So how's Albert now? How's your house getting on? The last time I was there, the electrician was there tapping on the walls. <sighs> yeah, so so the dining room and lounge has been rewired. Next weekend, they're working on the upstairs. Um, I've got a painter and decorator in now. James, he's here. So you can probably hear him in the background. Um, so he's been painting and wallpapering for us. And then I've got a new kitchen coming that I need to sort out today. So that'd be good. And then that's it at the minute. Oh, it's Albert back at uh, nursery, or is he not well? Yeah, he's back at nursery. He's back at nursery. Um, See, so basically last week he had tonsillitis and then the tonsillitis developed into croup. When he was ill that day, I'd come up when you took him to the cinema. Yeah, I know. He was quite clingy, wasn't he? Oh my God, I didn't tell you this. So I took him to the cinema and he was sick. I was literally in the cinema for no less than five minutes. There was this one guy there. He was there with his two daughters. And he sort of like saw Albert be sick. And I sort of looked at him as if to say, help me, <laughs> please help me. I know. Uh, and he came over to me. He's like, let me help you with your bags. I was like, oh, thank you. He was like, look, let's go to disabled toilet and you can sort Albert out. I was like, oh, great, thanks. And I was like, can you just let the people in the cinema know that he's been sick? I bet it stank. I bet the cinema stank. Oh, don't. Have you told Kate about the, the, the baritone, the guy helping you at the hospital? Oh, no. So, obviously, I had to take Albert to A&E because um, he gets quite bad croup. So, he needed a, a, a Dex shot. It's a steroid shot, basically. It helps with swelling in the throat. And because uh, it was like it was in the evening, so I took him up... Um, Originally took him to the doctors and they were like, no, you need to take him up A&E now. So I was like, oh, fuck's sake. I was like, okay. So I took him up there. And where I was rushing, I left my bank card in my car. So by the time I got up to the children's A&E bit, I was like, shit, I haven't got any money or anything on me. And there was a vending machine there. And Albert was like, obviously wanting mini cheddars out the vending machine. And obviously I didn't have any cash on me. And there was this young kiddie next to me, bless him. He must have only been about 18 with his little girl, little baby. And he was like, yeah. oh, look, look, do you want my card so you can get him some mini cheddars? And I was like, oh, I was like, no, thank you, but he'd be fine. Yeah, it was so sweet. That is sweet. It that sweet. is sweet. Yeah. I see, there, there are it, good people. There is nothing like parent solidarity in a children's A&E ward. Oh, here she goes with her bloody saying. No, I think it, I think it's sweet. Not, I'm not you crying, crying, Mum. Mum's right. crying. Mum started crying when I told her the story. <laughs> she did. Oh my God, it was so sad. 
Seriously. Oh, no. It was really sweet. I felt, I thought, oh, the poor, like, this young kiddie. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, thank you. Oh, I'll tell you what else I've been watching. Go on. So I went to the cinema and watched Baghead. Right. What's that? Baghead. About a bag over a head and they haunt the house. But anyway. Oh, then I up there. I watched um, Impossible. So sad, that film. I don't know about, that. Before, about the tsunami and the family in it and that. Oh, my God. You've got an obsession with that, though. Like a weird obsession with it. And that, so I watched a horror, watched that, and then I watched this new thing. Now I watched the police custody thing again. I've had to stop watching that. I've had to stop watching that. It's it's making Why? me feel negative. It just makes me feel shit after I watch it. So I've, I haven't watched it for a week. It's good. And then yeah. started watching the mother and daughter TikTok murders. Did you watch it last night, Mum? No, I saw the advert. I saw the advert, though. So there's three of them on there. They're, so you've got that story. Oh, then there's a completely yeah. different story and another one. As Mum watched just it. how evil people can be. Oh, no. It, pe- people are horrible, some people. There are. Oh, my God, I've got to tell you something funny. Go on. So yesterday, I had a health visitor around, obviously, because we've moved to a new area. So they just wanted to come in and, you know, ask me questions about Albert, like, can he throw a ball? Can he say his name? Like, just crap questions like that. Anyway, um, she went to me, oh, so do you know anyone where in the area where you've moved? I was like, no, I don't. She went, oh, you know, there's sort of like good mum groups and all that that you can go and join. And I went, I'll be honest, I quite like just being on my own. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> Fucking hell. I bet she walked in your house, you doing it up, probably thought, what the hell's going on here? But at least she can see him. She knows you've just moved in there. Oh, well, I said to her, look, I've just moved in. The place is a mess. He's, he, he's normally at nursery. Let me know. What questions have you got? Do you know what I mean? I hate health visitors. I, d- I don't like health visitors, I'll be honest. Like, I, I've seen two since Albert's been born. And I feel like when they come in, I just feel like they're being nosy. You're on edge about, oh, my God, have I said the right thing? And, like, I know he's fine. And, like, I'm, do you know what I mean? But, you know, when they, are, they ask you questions and you're like, can he You're throw balls? Guilty, like what do I say? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, he can throw a ball. Can he differentiate? Can he differentiate between a, a boy and a girl? Yeah. Oh, can he put things in a line? Yeah. I think they ask that to see if they're up to date with their age, that they're not behind. Like, what do they call it? And might they might have dyspraxia or something, you know, and they can't fall or focus or they got autism. I think they just ask all these questions to check because there's such a long waiting list for checked. I suppose in a way it's not a bad thing if they're No, it's not a that. bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just like I've, I sort of said to her, look, he's what, two two years, nine months now? And I've seen two health visitors in the time. So like, I feel like I've got on with it myself now. So I feel like oh, I don't really need you. Hello 
I'm Elizabeth Day, the creator and host of How to Fail. It's the podcast that celebrates the things in life that haven't gone right and what, if anything, we've learned from those mistakes to help us succeed better. Each week, my guests share three failures, sparking intimate, thought-provoking and funny conversations. You'll hear from a diverse range of voices sharing what they've learned through their failures. Join me Wednesdays for a new episode each week. This is an Elizabeth Day and Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Today I've got a day off, nailed. I've got to wash this bit of hair. Um, I might ride the horse today. So nice outside. Don't you think it's turning like spring? I'm filming tomorrow. I need to get my hair blow dried. Get dark till later. So if I get on with it and do it, then I'll come back, have a nice little ride, come in, watch telly, get in bed. I'm so sad. I just love getting into bed and watching telly. I love it. No, do you know my little routine is at the minute get Albert to bed at seven. Then I see that Harry goes to bed then as well. So get Albert to bed at seven, get my cup of tea ready, get ready for Love Island at nine. That That is me. I don't care if anyone calls me boring. And obviously, being with anyone now, I get all these offers to go up to London and that. And do you know what? Isn't it weird? Like, a few years ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'll come out. I can't be asked. No, I but, hate leaving the house. Right, if you compare A, bed, coziness, warmth, telly, or being dressed up in a bar, having some cocktails and trying to get home, no, a for me. It's not my age. I'm just comfort in it. The family, mum and that are here. Just yeah. knowing we're all, I just love, love it. Okay, right. Let's move on to a bit of life advice. Hey girls, I actually love your show and I'm dedicated to watch your podcast weekly. My life advice question is currently, I'm, I'm currently speaking to this boy that I've known for a couple of months He's so kind and caring, but every time we go out, we struggle to make conversation. If he's nervous, how do I overcome this? Or do you think I should make more effort? It might just be early days, but I really want us to work. Thank you, Holes. But sometimes this can happen. Someone could be more chatty on the phone because they're on the phone. And you've got to remember, he might actually really like you. So when he meets you in person, he becomes nervous. I like someone like even though everyone says Kate you're never shy or nervous I can get nervous and I either over talk because I'm so like ah or like you analyze the situation if it's quiet or you feel you have to say something and when you say something it's the most absurd stupid thing you said just to get a conversation going but it's been two months and just I would sort of say oh you're so shy in life and then watch them go red <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what would you do though? Oh, I don't know. I'd probably just—I don't know. In my brain, I just thought I'd probably say you haven't got much conversation, have you? And make a joke out of it. <laughs> I don't know. Then it. Oh no! Oh no! Right, next one. Hello. Just want to say we saw you in the adult panto on Friday, and you were absolutely amazing. I've booked your podcast in Newcastle finally, as missed it last year because we couldn't get a baby, couldn't get the baby watched. We honestly cannot wait. Oi oi, tickets for the live tour. Look in the link below the episode description. 
I listen to your podcast every Thursday and can honestly say you and Sophie brighten up my Thursday morning. I have a question since you seem to have plenty of experience. Myself and my husband have been married two years and I absolutely adore him. However, when I try and talk to him about things such as helping a bit more with our baby son or helping around the house a bit more, he just flies off the handle. So sometimes it's easier not to say anything. Do you have any advice? Thank you so much from your number one fan. I get this sometimes with Harry. Mum, sometimes you think it's easier just to do it yourself. Cause that's by that's the time what I do. That's what I do. It's common sense. Like if you're going out for a day trip, both of you should know what goes Bags, in the baby. nappies, wipes, okay. bottles. But, it's common, but then as I've got older, my attitude is, oh, just get in the car. If we haven't got it, we could just stop off at the stop and buy um, I've, I've got a bit like that. I've got a bit like that. Now, it is a team effort when you have babies. So if there's any men listening, there might even be single dads on there, so respect you as well. It is a team effort. It is hard work being a mum. If you want a baby, if you both want a baby, you've both got to do it. It's not all the dads having all the good the good parts. Yeah, exactly. And that's not two. a dads out there who do do everything where the mums don't do much. So I'm not picking on either side there. I just say when you have a baby, it's team effort. When you're a single parent mum, I think it's easier in the way because you're more organised because you know where it is and you don't have to rely on someone else to do it. So it's all different, but work as a team when you've got it. Makes it a better environment. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Right, um, that's it for life advice. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to listen. Yeah, she loves it. Don't forget you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Oh, I love it. 